0: Y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 233. My name is Jason. I'm the owner of Outdoor Legacy. And as always, I've got my co host and the number one thermal salesman in the world, <laughs> Mr. Hans of the Hans East Texas YouTube channel.
1: What's going on tonight? I thought you were the number one. You finally give me the crown now.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah Sometimes yeah, pro- you just be nice yeah, to them. No, exactly.
1: I, I think you're the number
0: one. I think you're number
1: one. I tell you, I want to thank everybody out there that's been calling because a lot of people have been taking our advice and calling us for help with any thermal and night vision questions they have because our phones have been going crazy, y'all. It's getting that time of year. Uh, rifle season and deer season is about to start. People are out in the fields checking their feeders and noticing that they've got either coyote problems, hog problems, raccoon problems, you name it, but... Want to thank all of y'all for calling, uh, checking in with us, getting our opinions on the best optics. And ultimately, uh, many, many of you are purchasing your optics from us. So thank you for that. So if you are interested, and I'm going to get right into the commercial break here right now here in the beginning, Jason, if you're interested in any night vision or thermal optic, uh, you can give us a call 877-350-1818. You can find all of our optics on OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can talk to one of our our great office managers, Angela or Michaela, I tell you, Jason, you and I get more compliments on, uh, on them probably more than us. Uh, they, the people, uh, everybody that I, seems like I talk to, they're like, man, I talked to Angela or I talked to Michaela and they are the best. Uh, y'all should give them a raise and, and, uh, give them the week off or whatever, but they are, they're wonderful y'all. And if you get a chance to speak with us, uh, please tell us how great they are, but we do appreciate Yeah. Pre we do appreciate your call. And every time you do tell us, uh, how great they are! We we relay that information to them as well. So, we appreciate you and, calling.
0: Yeah, and guys, listen, uh, Hans is right. We do appreciate you calling. We appreciate your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what keeps this show going. And so, we would love to have your business. And if you're looking to purchase that optic, like I said, give us a call. We call us first, and we want to help you. And we're going to get into a show here, and we're gonna you're going to understand why uh, today is going to be a discussion on uh, what we call the state of the industry, and that's the state of the thermal and night vision industry. Uh, this is a, a show that we've done a lot over the years of this uh, podcast, uh, just kind of uh, getting and in, in, in taking a, a break and saying, all right, let's all catch our breath where are we at? I mean, what's going on in the industry? And I understand to a lot of people, this is inside baseball and a lot of guys don't care. Totally understand that. But there's also a lot of guys who, who do, they say, listen, you know, maybe I already own an optic. I'm looking for a second one. Uh, Maybe this is going to be my first time getting into this, but Mm. I want to know what's going on. I want to know where is the ball moving uh, what's the next big thing? What's going on? And, and, you know, even just who are the major players? Because things change and it gets very confusing. So, this is going to be um, a, a topic that we're calling today uh, the State of the Union Post 1280. Yep. And what that briefly means is uh, for the first time ever, there is now a hunting optic that is being introduced into the market. With a 1280 high resolution, su- no, not high, super high <laughs> resolution uh, thermal sensor. So in the past, 640 by 480, 640 by 512, that's what we've always called high resolution. It's as mm-hmm. high as it gets. But now, 1280 is on the way. We've already reviewed the scope. It is going to be the uh, InfraRay uh, IRA USA RICO RS75. Uh, It's going to come in at a very expensive price of $17,999, and we know that's a lot. We're going to talk about that in this show as well and the the very uh, high price of this and why and kind of what that means. So anyway, this is, we believe that Mm. the day that this optic was produced and announced and will soon be actually hitting the market in production units, We believe that that the entire thermal industry uh, for for hunting changed. Mm -hmm. It's a new day. It's a new era. Things changed that day, and and we'll never put the genie back in the (laughs) bottle. Uh, There's going to be changes Mm -hmm. that that start here at the top, and they work themselves all the way down uh, through the whole industry. So So, we're going to talk about some of that stuff.
1: It seems like, and and you bring up a good point with the release of the twelve eighty. Um, let's not, let's not fake ourselves and everybody else out there, Jason. This the the release of the twelve eighty, uh, has, I think, um, garnered a bunch of positive interest, a lot of questions, and a lot of hate, <laughs> as well. Yes. I mean, we're not going to hide it. Um, you know, you're right. We do the state of the industry usually, um, two or three times a year, uh, you know, just, and a lot of times it, it corresponds with, uh, significant changes in the industry, whether, uh, new releases or, you know, shot show is a big deal. So we do state in, in the industry, uh, usually before shot show. And though, you know, it's kind of funny, we're making plans about going to, uh, Vegas this year and kind of making travel arrangements mm-hmm. It kind of, you know, with, with the release of the 1280 with shot show coming out with, uh, some of the things that are that are uh on the horizon that you and I have meetings with with manufacturers coming up towards the end of the year that you know kind of show us the playbook and see what's going on and and get a little bit bit of our insight. It's a busy time um the The twelve eighty is a significant step in a direction that uh a lot of people have been asking about for for quite a while is it coming is it coming uh and I think it got here a little bit earlier than than a lot of people anticipated, but that shows. Uh, what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, these manufacturers, as you know, Jason, more than anything, they don't just decide, you know, in the spring, hey, we're going to come out with a 1280 in the fall. <laughs> you know, this is this is years in advance in planning. Uh, we are lucky uh, as dealers to have a little bit of inside knowledge, but we don't have, I don't think, years advance inside knowledge. We may have quarters or, or maybe even several months, but... Um, you know, when these things come out and when they're released, uh, it gives us a chance to not just help introduce it to the market, but at the same time, do these shows with the state of the state of the industry. And it's important for us because we almost have to reset and kind of look back and say, okay, this is where we're at. This is where we are going, or this is where we were, and this is where we're going. And that's what this show is, is about. We're going to take a look at, like Jason said, about where we're at right now with the 1280 release. I'm going to recap a little bit of, of the highlights from this past year. I'm going to go back a little bit uh, since this past year, kind of go through the the manufacturers and some of the optics that have been released, maybe a few optics that have not been released yet, but a lot of people know about and have been asking about. And then we're going to talk about the 1280 and what it means for the industry. What it uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the the, the feedback from the 1280. And then we're going to close it out with where do we go from here? And before the show, Jason and I are like, I don't know, where do we go from here? So we're, (laughs) we're going to, I want to say, I want (laughs) to say one quick thing. Yeah, Hans is right. We don't know where we're going, but we,
0: but it's a discussion. This is is a very unscripted show for us. This is a a show where we're literally talking out amongst two guys (laughs) who are uh, neck deep, you know, in thermal and night vision optics every day. Uh, You know, and again, not just selling them, but, but working with manufacturers and, and trying to keep our finger on the pulse of exactly. the industry. We we don't see ourselves as just two guys out selling thermals. I mean, we, we do, but we want to know more than that. Mm-hmm. We want to, we, we literally, I mean, I think that's a, a, a good description. I want to have my finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of what's going on with the, this industry. I mean, because of the show, because of our relationship with manufacturers, uh, you know, we want to be the best at what we do,
1: yeah. and
0: we want to have uh, the knowledge, and we, we want to have an idea of where that market is going. And I think that a lot of that information helps me when mm. I'm talking to a customer and advising him on when he's like, hey, you know, if I buy this now, what do you think is going to be the next thing next year? Should I wait? Whatever. So anyway, there's a lot to this. We really enjoy it. But one thing I want to say, has been a lot of discussion of 1280, obviously. It's in the title. There's going to be a lot more discussion. But I don't want you to think, if you're listening to this, saying, hey, I haven't got the money for an $18,000 scope. I'm fixing to tune out. I don't care. Mm. It's not all about this scope. It's about the concept of Mm. this scope. It's about the idea that this scope now exists and how that affects every uh, every inch and every facet of this entire, um, you know, Yeah, hunting optics market. So, so don't think this is just about this one expensive scope. It's about how it changes everything, and how it's probably going to change eventually, the optic that you're going to buy, or you know, potentially buy.
1: You're exactly right. This this show isn't about the RS seventy five, the eighteen thousand dollars scope. It is about the concept. It is about. What does this mean for all the other scopes out there on the market and all the scopes that are coming? so this is an important show I think for if you're in the market for a two thousand dollar scope, stay tuned to this show uh, and these so. these yeah. type of unscripted shows um, the reason why I love them and the reason why Jason hates them is uh, Jason loves a plan, and that's what's great about him, and that's why he he's very successful. Yeah the reason why I'm not successful because I hate having That's, a plan <laughs> and I like to wing it, but you are as yeah. a listener, and this is, this is a hundred percent true, Jason, you as oh, a boy. listener, uh, on the show right now watching on Thursday or whenever you're watching, uh, the, or what is this? The middle of October, 2022, you're getting a glimpse of Jason and I's basically daily conversation. We talk multiple times a day when we're not on the phone and we're talking about, okay, what's, What's coming? What are we doing? What mm-hmm. what, what mm-hmm. do we see coming? I mean, this you're getting a glimpse of a very raw, unscripted conversation that Jason and I have on a daily basis. And that's what's great about it, because I kind of like being on the edge of being thinking, okay, am, what am I about to say? Am I about to get in trouble for it or, or not? Is this going to be bad or not? But, uh, <laughs> and I know if that- If you have to ask, you yeah, shouldn't say it. Yeah, so- <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've, right. we've, we've built all of this up. I'm going to go run through again. Let's, let's highlight some of the things that some of these manufacturers have done uh, because there's been a lot. And as you know, this show has basically almost turned into a review uh, program. Uh, and, and not necessarily by choice, but because of, of where we're at. But we're going to start with, with InfraRay Outdoor with iRay. Um, some of these things, you know, you may be like, well, what the heck is that? Uh, I haven't heard of that. Well, we may have not talked about it yet, or it may be coming out. But you, some of you might have heard about it. But um, you might have heard about the Rico G series, Jason, and I know you've heard about it. But a lot of people out there have heard about it or not heard about it. Uh, that's the new scope that's coming out very soon. The Rico Gs are the Rico style scopes with the laser range finders. A lot of questions about them. We are going. I mean, th- some of them are going to be here soon, and we're going to be testing them. So you haven't seen that yeah. yet, but. Uh, as all of y'all remember and seeing on this show, the, the uh, Zoom monoculars, that's the first optical Zoom uh, thermal on the market, you know, produced by InfraRed Outdoor. You got the, the Zoom uh, ZH38 and the ZH50 that was released. Of course, you got both of the micros, which are the uh, helmet mountable, uh, weapons mountable, uh, and uh, handheld monocular very tall thermal monocular produced by infrared outdoor uh, that people have been very excited about the 384 and the 640 version. of course the rs75 the big the big dog, the 18 thousand 1280 scope uh, that we've talked about also the release of the alpha uh, that was a little bit uh, earlier this year that a lot of people anticipated it was a long time in the release but finally got here and we got a chance to talk about it. Uh as you know, infrared outdoor iRay USA has the bolts, uh, which is the two styloscope that got the 384 and the 640 version that was just a release that we reviewed. Uh the two cabin uh monoculars, uh that uh, very small handheld monoculars that they released that have been great sellers, great optics, uh in that you know 25 and uh 2500 dollars and under uh thermal monocular market. Uh, and then the Rico's that have been around for quite a while. You know, you got the the brand new RH35, which is the 640, uh, two power, um, uh, Rico that was released not that long ago. And of course the RH50 and the RL42, uh, which have been great optics for them, kind of their, their foundation, you know, so that series was really mm-hmm. the first that was released. Um, moving on to, to AGM, as you know, uh, they, they've had some stuff that they've released that we haven't talked about on the show and it's not, for a lack of trying, we're just trying to get to everything, but we've talked a lot about the Taipans. The Taipans have been wildly successful as long, as well as the Rattlers, the 640s and the 384s. The 384, Jason has been one of the best sellers uh, that we've had (laughs) in a long, long time uh, in, you know, the two different model in the 340 resolution class. The four models of the adders that were just released, the tube style scopes from AGM, which have been amazing uh, scope especially the ones uh, the under the, the in the 384 resolution class under 3,000 and then you got the four different varmint models uh, that we have talked about that have been released on the show again there have been some other things released but we haven't had a chance to talk about uh, as of yet but those have been the the main staples uh, from that company and uh, they've been really really uh, very successful uh, bearing optics man Jason they're just I don't want to say slow, but they're steady. Slow and steady and that's what wins the race. Isn't that what they say? Slow and steady wins the race? I think so. I yeah. got really scared
0: when you said they were slow and no, like, no. I mean this? they're just they yeah. just keep like what they don't this? have. This is unscripted.
1: This is what we get. He's already yeah, no man. They don't hearing. we no, love that, it because they don't have this well, huge catalog. I, I mean they've got a lot and they've been around for a long time. They've got a lot of night vision stuff. But the things that we carry, the things that we sell. Um, they came out with the super Yoder, which is basically the 640 version, uh, of the, the super hogster, which, you know, they've got the three different super Yoder models, the, uh, the one and a half power, the, the two power and the three power, uh, which have all been great. Uh, the super hogster a three, which is the upgrade from just the regular super hogster and then the hogster vibes, which are the, the upgrade from those, uh, just the, the a uh, Hogster 25 and 35. So you got the Hogster vibes. The reason why I say slow and steady, they just, they improve their models. Their models do very well, uh, perform very well. And man, a lot of people. I just don't. want to say
0: one thing. Yeah. What, to, to what you're saying there. It What is nice. And it's a breath of fresh air. So bearing, if you happen to be listening to this, thank you. We love it. Yeah. They, they don't have this huge pile of yeah. models. Yeah. They've got something for everybody. You're looking for scopes, you know, uh, under $3,000 in the entry level? We've got a couple for you. Hey, yeah. you're looking for something in the three dollars to $4,000? Hey, we've got a couple. Hey, by the way, we can even get you 640 in that mm. price range. We've got something there. Hey, you're looking for something that's even, you know, th- the higher end 640 but still good price in $5,000? we got one for you. I mean, yeah. it is a breath of fresh air. We can talk about the whole line, and you don't get all bogged down. It's like, what's your price range? Here's the bearing scopes that fit that, and so anyway, I just—it's like yeah, that—that's what—that's what Hans meant. But we really do yeah, like it. We they would it. much prefer it. Manufacturers, if y'all are listening, y'all probably know this because we've told you before, but we would love to take your, your product catalog and chop it in half. <laughs> Let us <laughs> pick the best ones. Yeah. And then there's just less out there for us to talk about. But, well, you know, that's, that's yeah, you're exactly right. With, we have to do
1: with what we love about bearing. They know what they do well and they just keep doing they it well. Do it. And and all of their optics are, are really good. So, all right, take a breath. Pulsar. <laughs> Pulsar, yeah. Pulsar has been busy as always. Uh, you know, one of the leaders in the industry for several years now. Um, they've got a... They've got a big name, and, and a lot of times, uh, and many times, they're on the cutting edge of technology as well, uh, and and they they flex their muscle their muscle several times a year. But so we've got uh, that was released recently, uh, the Thermion Pro uh, XP50. You know, you got the XP50 Pro, the XP50 Pro LRF. Uh, those were released. That's with the upgraded sensor on it. Um, we've got two different uh, the Axion models, y'all. The last couple of years. I, you Jason and I can't even keep up with it sometimes I keep up. <laughs> but they're so they there are uh, some new Axion models uh they kind of slimmed it down a little bit which is is pretty good but they got the Axion 2 XQ35 uh and the XQ35 LRF that's with the laser range finder you got the XM the Axion 2 XM 30F uh, and then you got the Axion Two XG35 and XG35 LRF. So I want to break it down real quick. I love
0: how we call slimming down five models. I know okay, exactly. So,
1: but there's a lot. It is con- Axions are confusing. So a lot of models. A lot of people out there are wondering like, what? I had a guy yesterday. What are these? What do the letters mean? So if you see an XQ in the model of a Pulsar optic, that's a 384 resolution optic. If you see an XM that's a 320 resolution. If you see an XP or an XG, that is a 640 resolution. So just, I, I know, once you figure that out though, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, and usually the 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 number is, uh, coordinates somewhat to the objective lens size. But, uh, so you got those five different Axion models. Uh, again, those have moved around, but uh, very good models. Um, you got the brand new optic that's coming out that we have not demoed. We have not, uh, tested yet, but we will very, very soon. The Thermion XQ35. People are like, what the heck is that? You will find out very soon. I promise. Oh, we got the Thermion XQ50 Pro uh, and the Pro LRF. So that's going to be that um, new upgraded sensor on the XQ50 model and with the laser rangefinder, which is going to be great. They're, now they're going to have another model with a laser rangefinder that's going to be under the price of obviously that 640 resolution. uh One of the biggest sellers of the year, Jason, the Talion XQ38, fantastic scope. You're going to hear about it more in the Best of series. And then the Pulsar DigX C50, which is um, almost seems like it's been an illusion. It's here and then gone uh, because it's not that it's been discontinued or anything, but we sold many of them and haven't gotten any in a while. But great night Chip vision up. Opt- yeah. Probably one of the best night vision optics on the market. And then the Helions, you know, you've got the Helion two pro XP 50, which has been, uh, Jason and I, one of our mm-hmm. favorite optics. Helions always Ooh. been strong. Uh, continues to be a, 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 really a leader in that thermal, uh, manufacturer class. And then last but not least, I know this has been long y'all, but we just had to recap the sight mark. Uh, can't forget about the night vision stuff, the 4k mini, uh, obviously you got the 4k max, um, we are demoing, and we've got them now. We're going to be talking about them a lot, is the uh, the new Sightmark Night Vision Monoculars. And again, I had a guy call about it yesterday, and I was like, man, how did you even know about it? But there's a lot of you that stay on the Sightmark and Pulsar and manufacturer websites, I promise, because y'all are hearing about some of this stuff. Uh, not too much after we are, uh, but, but kudos to y'all for staying informed. So Envision, oh gosh, man, they, and we're going to talk about the the Halo XRF, I'm sure here, here later on as it pertains to, yeah. to the, the 1280, but uh, what Envision has done with their Halo X series um, mm. was basically, and we talked about this when they were released, they have done um, what nobody else has been able to do. So they've included on their BAE, uh, Thermals, there'd be a thermal sensors and thermal cores. Uh, video recording, onboard video and audio recording, uh, rechargeable batteries. I mean, they're great. Uh, obviously, the, the image that everybody expects and gets whenever they purchase an Envision Optic. But you got the Halo XRF uh, that has the laser rangefinder. <laughs> There's a lot going on with that scope. Laser rangefinder, video recording, rechargeable batteries. You got the, the Halo X50, uh, the Halo X35. The sleeper, man, I tell you that the, the Knox 35 has been mm-hmm. just people. I don't know if it was the show that we did recently about it, but those things have been flying probably one of the, and I think probably the, one of the most versatile thermal optics, higher end thermal optics on the market with everything that you can do with it. And probably, probably my favorite Envision optic, the yeah. Knox 35 uh, and then the Nox 18, which is the helmet mountable uh, optic, uh, from them, handheld weapons, mountable, uh, I mean, envision again, I don't want to say slow and steady, <laughs> but they, you know, they know yeah, what they do. Well, they, they know what they do. They well. knew what they do, know what they do well, and they continue to do it. Uh, and that's making improvements to their current line. Um, the Knox 35 and 18, those were huge surprises. I think when they came out that they were even dabbling in the helmet mounted stuff, uh, and the, the ability to weapons-mount it as well. But, I mean, they'll, they'll throw out a surprise every now and then for sure, uh, like, you know, working on and, and getting this accomplished with the video recording. But their, their bread and butter, obviously that 640 BAE core and sensor, which, uh, you know, I mean, people have now associated them with, and rightfully so, uh, you know, some of the best optics on the market. And uh, yeah. they've, they've earned it. And and kudos to them, because they continue to do it.
0: Okay. I'm going to tell you something. That was, that was, thank you. You, you went over a lot Gosh, in a fairly short amount of time there. I will say this, uh, now we're going to have to rush the rest of our show, because uh, we're, we're over, way over halfway done, and we haven't really discussed anything yet. So let's jump into this discussion. That's, uh... Uh, th- that does bring you up to speed with kind of just it gives you an idea. Let me tell you this. While he was talking, I thought of multiple optics from each manufacturer that he didn't mention just because that just runs there's too many. And so hearing that, now you can understand uh you know why the confusion is there and why I'm, people yeah. are like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know what to buy." And and the models that he named, there will be uh I would say this within 6 months 20% of them will be gone and there'll be an additional 40% more i mean that's the way the market And, and been i know going. that the
1: list was long but a lot of these optics we've talked about this year on this show oh, that yeah. we've reviewed mm-hmm. i mean it, that's how busy of a year it's been and how much is coming out uh, you know but so let's talk about this 1280 yeah. okay so a new
0: era has dawned um, I think that, uh, again, uh, this is an example of one of those, where were you when 1280 dropped? Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I understand that to the average hunter, the average guy, the average person, um, they say, that sounds really cool, but it's $18,000. I can't afford that. So what does that matter to me? Very good question. And I think it means to you exactly what it meant when the first cell phone came out, the first computer came out, the first TV came out. Um, I think that, and you're going, well, wait a minute, this isn't the first thermal. Okay, but it's, it's the first, uh, you know, handheld cell phone. It's the first color TV. Uh, it, it's these, and I'm going to actually, I'm going to go into a little bit of this here in a minute, talking about some of these things and how I think it relates. Um, it, it is something that changes a market. It changes an industry uh, and it, it starts at the top and works its way down. There is, in technology, it does not ever start at the bottom and work its way up. That's not how you know, a technology works, especially with electronic technology, it always starts out expensive and Mm -hmm. it gets cheaper. So let's just go ahead and say this right now. I don't think this is going to hurt one single sale of the (laughs) $18,000 RS-75. And that is, guess what guys, in three years, it won't be Mm $18,000. Okay. I don't know what it'll be. There'll be a new scope, but it won't be $18,000, $18,000, the price will have to come down because that's what technology does. And that's the way that it works. Uh, so I think we all, we all know that, but there's still early adopters who have the finances, uh, to, to make those purchases and we need those guys. All right. So here's what I want to say. I, I'm going to, I'm going to you know preach here for just a minute. <laughs> We've got to stop a lot of this hate that I'm seeing and hearing. It's out there mostly on social media uh, about uh, this particular optic. Um, it, 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 there was the, this hate was was on some of the InVision optics before yeah. from some people. Yeah. Um, and, and now some of those guys who own on those optics are hating on this. We've got to quit this. Mm. Guys, just because it's it's out of the budget... Uh, that you would be willing to spend. Um, again, there's guys that have got $18,000 laying around. They could go buy it if they wanted to, but it doesn't mean they're going to. So I don't want to say anybody who who doesn't buy it can't afford it. Now, we we know that there's people that go, That's I'm, I'm frugal, that's just not something I would spend my money on. Totally understand that. I get that. But there are guys who will, and we need those guys too. Because by those guys buying that, and those guys, they're, they're financing. They're the early adopters. They're the guys that are financing this and making this cheaper. It's what is going to allow InfraRay to say, okay, you know, we sold X number of these. We want to double that. Uh, what can we do? How, how can we get this thing cheaper? And it's going to help other companies come in and go, hey, wait a minute. There's people buying this. We need to look into mm-hmm. maybe a 1280. We need to explore this. And so- I want to bring this up, and I'm going to go down this rabbit trail, and that's what it is for for just a minute. Hans doesn't know that I'm going to do this. He said we could talk about what we wanted to, so this is what I want to do. I want to talk about how expensive this is, and I agree it is. But I want to relate this to some other technologies, and I want to go backwards in time, and let's look at this, and maybe you can see why Hans and I aren't concerned about the price we're just glad that it's here. So, I'm going to do this quickly. I, I took some notes last night. I did a bunch of research on this. If we go back, the first handheld cell phone was a Motorola Dynatech 8000X. It would talk for one hour and you could store 30 phone numbers in it. Mm-hmm. In 1982, that was a $4,000 phone. <laughs> in today's money, that is over $12,000. Now, I, if if in '82 I was still a toddler, <laughs> had I been around, I'd have been like, "That's stupid. Who needs a four thousand dollar, you know? Again, yeah. well, really twelve thousand in, in our terms." But man, I'm glad somebody bought those things because yeah. because now you know I I I run a business. I run an entire business off of a, a, a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know, a mini computer. Mm-hmm. Moving on here quickly, just think about this. This is when you know. Uh, I was graduating high school in the the 90s and moving into the 2000s, uh, cell phone minutes, you had a plan and you got so many minutes and then if you went over, you used more than that, you had to continue to pay. Uh, I found some flyers and stuff from the late 90s, early 2000s. Cell phone minutes averaged about 40 cents per minute and if you if you were calling... In the middle of the day, in peak times, they would be higher. They would be lower at night. Inflation, that's about a dollar twenty-three a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to move quick here because I want to talk about some of this. It's going to surprise you. Uh, TVs, all right? In, in the 50s, TVs were, were mostly black and white. Uh, they were about $189 to $500 for like a console-type TV. That's two thousand to fifty five hundred in in our day, so that was a big purchase, but it was something the family could save up for, you know, m- make that purchase knowing they're going to keep it for for hopefully several years, many years. Um, but color TVs came in in the fifties, and th- in today's terms, well, back then they were a thousand to thirteen hundred dollars, and these weren't the very first, by the way. They had color TVs before. These are th- these are five years in. They were 11000 to $14,000, uh, and somebody bought those. <laughs> all right, now let's just talk about flat screens. Let's talk about plasmas in general. In 2001, and these are this is not the first flat screens. I want to be clear of this. We're talking about 42-inch plasma screen TVs, all right? These weren't the first little bitty 12-inchers. Fujitsu had one 42-inch in 01 with $17,000. In 02, Sony had a 42-inch for $14,000. In 03, Hitachi had a 42-inch for
1: $12,000.
0: Fast forward, we go all the way to 09. uh, uh, LG came out with a 50-inch for $3,500 and turned the market upside down. So, Mm -hmm. guys, most of y'all listening to this, you're like hans and i in 2001 2003 that (laughs) doesn't sound that long ago yeah and and you know flat screen tvs were seventeen thousand dollars and people were buying them Mm -hmm. okay all right so now let's bring this back home let's talk about thermals um most of us have not been in this market long enough to remember this but just going back to 2010 i did some historical pricing Uh, found some stuff. In 2010, L3, who is now not known for thermal, they had an X200 XP monocular. It was a 160 by 120 uh, resolution. This was uh, marketed to not only law enforcement, but also hunters. Um, It had a human detection range of up to 400 yards, and it sold for (laughs) $8,850. That was a 160 by one twenty today, you can buy an AGM, Taipan TM one sixty for three
1: ninety
0: nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are twelve years down the road, eight thousand eight hundred and fifty <laughs> dollars. You can get it, and in 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 most people that are into thermals and into thermal hunting go, I don't want that little thing, you know. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. you'd eighty eight hundred dollars, uh, in, in fourteen clear had a 336 by 256 19 millimeter 30 Hertz resolution monocular for five thousand um, dollars night optics had a which again another company's gone had a 640 30 hertz four power optic for thirteen thousand three hundred dollars and atn who was a big player back in the day back in the the, the early days of, of thermal hunting optics, they had a 320 60 hertz. Because, see, 60 hertz was a big deal back then. Uh, this was in 2014. And it was $8,600. <laughs> Guys, th- th- and those are actual, th- th- those dollars mm-hmm. are, are $20,14. Mm-hmm. Dollars. I didn't yeah. inflation adjust those. I'm making the point. That while eighteen thousand dollars sounds crazy today, eighteen thousand dollars is not crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy when we compare it to the nineteen fifties and TVs, to the eighties and cell phones, to the 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 twenty tens, whatever you call that, <laughs> of thermal. It's it, it is not, and so uh, a lot of people just haven't been around this industry long enough to remember that. Yes, and and I don't say all that to justify and say everybody should go buy one of these. No, I'm not at all saying that. I'm saying stop the hate, mm-hmm. understand historically where we've been from, and look at this as a positive. If you are a uh, a night hunter who uses thermal and intends to make more purchases over the next mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, maybe getting your kids into it what have you the 1280 will absolutely bring the price of your optic down and or the quality up mm-hmm. okay so if the price of your optic stays the same then 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 the quality is going to have to go up yeah. because the 1280 we've already said it, it's going to start dropping i yes. mean it's going to take a few years but when it starts bringing downward pressure on 640 Scopes that are five, six, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars a day. When that twelve eighty hits twelve or fourteen thousand dollars, there's gonna have to be some changes. Yeah, you know. And 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 what happens again? We're, who knows how long this takes. But what happens when that twelve eighty is ten thousand dollars or eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars? You're not gonna sell the current six forties oh, that exactly. are five or six thousand. I mean, there there's this downward pressure. And it is exciting. And you know what's going to happen, guys? 1280 is not the, the end. Yeah. There's going to be something bigger and better uh, than, than 1280. I mean, if, if we're left on this earth that long, so, I may not, I you know, don't know how long it'll take. And if I'll live to, to see it, oh, I'll, I mean, if I'm still alive, and it, you know, again, I don't mean this like it's going to take 100 years. Right. In, in short order, there will be something better than 1280 they're going to install so, a
1: chip in our brain yeah. and it's just going to be <laughs> your one eye is, thermal that's and the not other the is answer. normal so man you brought up some excellent you man you get the gold star you did your homework for this show thank thank you for that did, that's I excellent examples of of uh, you know of what's going on so our excitement about the 1280 and whether you don't like iray or you don't you know the the ATN people hate the Pulsar people. The Pulsar people hate the IRA people. You know, it's just I get and it. Everybody's stupid. everybody's got their brand that they love. Our excitement, and again, this is no a defense of infrared outdoor. This is not a uh, a sales pitch for the twelve eighty scope. This our excitement about twelve eighty resolution is all founded in the foundation of it is what this does for the industry and for the market as Jason's examples show, this is great. Whether you most 99.9% of people don't have $18,000 to spend on a scope. I and Jason being one of them. Yep. Uh, and we, you yep. know, but with that being said, that should get everybody excited because if you are a Pulsar fan and all you're going to buy is Pulsar, that means, you know what, pretty soon, you're going to get, better choices. You're going to get better pricing. I mean, it, it's going to affect everybody, whatever brand you are into, whatever brand you like, Envision, same for them. It's going to, it's going to drive them uh, even further. I mean, it's, it, you know, it, it's really, again, the excitement is not necessarily for cheerleading, cheerleading for infrared or for IRA USA. It's the industry. And, and when you see monumental changes like this and what it does for the future, it's very exciting, and no matter what brand you like, uh, and that's why we wanted to do this and, and why we ha- had to highlight this event is for that very reason. I think that, um, you know, when people call up now and they ask about, man, that Halo XRF, man, you know, it's $9,500, but it's a great deal. <laughs> they, You know, mm-hmm. at $9,500, $9, right. you know, uh, that seems like a really good deal compared to an 18,000 scope now. You see how mm-hmm. that release has changed the mindset of the industry where, you know, that fantastic scope, which is still, uh, you know, the, one of the best scopes on the market, now seems like a much better deal. And the fact that IRA came out with this scope, if you're a Pulsar fan, if you're a Envision fan, this that should not be a personal insult to you uh, at all. I mean, it's it's not anything to be offended by. Uh, it's a company that really something, but if you're a fan of your brand, uh, it, you know, that means your brand's going to get even better. I promise you. And so, yeah, com- competition, mm-hmm.
0: that's what it is. And let's just, let's just boil this all down to competition improves mm-hmm. quality and pushes down prices. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I can just think of all these other you know, there was some truck manufacturer or car manufacturer w- was the first person to put a, a screen with a backup camera. She and I'm sure that everybody else went, well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. And and now my wife gets in her truck and her backup camera broke the other day and she said, I can't even back out of a parking space. Yeah, and I'm like, my wife was the same way. Yeah. There, there's two mirrors on the side <laughs> and one up there on your window. Yeah. You can handle it. But, but I mean, it is, though. Somebody has to do it in that competition is what, what this
1: market needs. Unless you're Jason's mom, who hates backup cameras. I'll say that. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> she, she, she told you Yeah, she that. did tell me about <laughs> that. But, uh, you know, I so our excitement again about the 1280 is is really spurred by the industry and what this means. And I think that uh, it's a great thing, again, whether you're whatever fan or brand, there's a lot of people that have pick it, been picking that scope apart. And after the show that we did, you know, oh, there, there's this wrong with it. There is this wrong with it. Eighteen thousand dollars for this. We just sit back and smile, and it's not because we know we're going to sell hundreds of those things because no. we're not. We know that. And, and I think IRA uh, you know, they uh, are are trying to push the industry as well, and and they've been doing that with a couple of other their optics. Um, we know that this isn't going to be the number one selling scope uh, sold. Uh, but at the same time, we know that it just helps everybody else. So with that being said, and with all that being said, the qu- sorry, the question is, where do we go from here? I mean, what is on the horizon and what do we see Jason? And I mean, I think it's a lot more of the same, but maybe just sped up. I don't know.
0: I think that what we're going to see and I hate to put timelines on this. <laughs> yeah, okay? I know. We're um, never right. <laughs> I, we're never right. Just, just whatever we say is going to be wrong. But I think what we're going to see, and I'm going to just say in the next couple years, okay, that gives me some, some room. I don't think – I'm not predicting it in the next 12 months, okay? So I'm going to say in the next couple years, um, I think we will see um, – at least one, and I am not saying this with any inside knowledge. I'm just saying, generally speaking, I think we'll see at least one, if not multiple, other current thermal manufacturers on the market today making thermal hunting optics, because that's mm-hmm. all we're talking about is hunting optics, mm-hmm. with a 1280 or a 1024 or some sort of of HD right. uh, thermal sensor. I think, I think everybody had it on the brain of, wouldn't it be cool? I mean, all these manuals, this is what you do. Think about it. Think about the guys that are in the back rooms designing these scopes, mm-hmm. trying to make them as good as they can. You know their dream, every one of them, is to take a super high-resolution sensor and stick it in there. Yeah. And I think it takes one person or, or, or one brand to do that, and then everybody else goes, okay, not only can it be done, We need to figure out how to do it. And we need to figure out how to do it less expensive than that. What can we do, guys? You know, let's start working on, you know, this chip manufacturer. Start working on this thermal sensor manufacturer. Let's see what we can do. And I think that in the next, again, couple years, those backroom discussions are going to be going on between engineers and people on the buying side Mm -hmm. and the marketing team going, what can we do? What can we really sell this for? What can we make it for? And so I think there will be more. Uh, I think that is is going to happen uh, again. It's not going to happen tomorrow. I'm not making predictions who because I really don't know. W- this is a new era. But I think that's what we'll see. And I think, you know, we've, we've already alluded to this multiple times as the, those 1280s continue uh, over the what I'm going to say the next I- I'm going to I'm going to say three to five years. And it th- may be quicker than that, because three to five years is a long time in technology. But I'm gonna say three to five years. I think by then, gosh, I hope this. I, I hope <laughs> I don't have to come back and watch this. But I think by then we will have seen that downward push, and I think it will have have pushed down uh, again some more of the pricing, or improved. The, the current optics. Maybe it's new features. Maybe mm-hmm. it's features that, that we haven't thought about. You go, well, what do I need besides video recording and streaming and, and laser range finders? I don't know. Maybe there's something else we haven't thought about. Uh, maybe somebody comes up with some other you know grand idea and, and puts it in an optic. So I think we're going to see either the, the price get pushed down or if the prices hold fairly steady, the improvements keep coming. You know, let's, well, I mean, I'll bring this up. I think optical zoom. I mean, uh, I did that with their zoom monoculars. That's the very first ones we've ever seen of it. When, when we held those units, I said, this is the future. I think that will continue. Uh, they've got a unit. Uh, it's in the zoom it, that it is a, uh, a nucleus or mm-hmm. a lack of calibration unit. There's no physical calibration. It's all done uh, electronically. That's something. Mm-hmm. I think there are going to be little improvements, things that we haven't even thought about. I think those things will continue, and I think other manufacturers, uh, it's it's not like, you know, again, irate, thought this up, and nobody had ever thought of it. I think there's guys in the back room going, man, I'd like to do that. You think we can pull that off, and <laughs> somebody else does it. Somebody runs that play, and they go, okay, it can be done. Now we got to go do it, yeah. you know, or now we've got to, to run out there so that's my prediction is just the the optics will and or improve and prices stay the same or prices you know drop but either way I still think things are getting better I mean it's just inch by
1: inch yeah they definitely are getting better and I I think that you what you're talking about is is correct I mean and gosh it, it seems like you know, we've definitely seen the prices go down the, the definitely the prices are getting more competitive as more and more optics are coming out and it's a good thing uh but if you are interested uh, in all the things that we talked about um if you are interested in a new night vision or thermal optic give us a call 877-350-1818 you can talk to me uh ask for me ask for hans you, you can talk to jason um uh, and uh, please, uh uh, chat with the girls for a little bit too. They'd love to talk to you. So, uh, outdoorlegacygear.com. You can find uh, all of our past episodes on the late You can also find uh, our show if you are listening on the audio only versions and you want to watch. Uh, go check us out on YouTube, on, on Facebook, on Spotify. I think you can watch the videos on Spotify as well. And uh, you can find uh, all of our social media stuff uh, Instagram, Facebook, at the late night vision show. You can find me over on YouTube uh, at Hans Etx H A N S E T X, and on Instagram at the same thing. And Outdoor Legacy on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and all the just about all the hunting forms, Outdoor Legacy, uh, and we've got Jason more reviews coming up. Would you've ever imagined?
0: We do. We've got a few more reviews. We're trying to squeeze in. We've got some stuff that's really hitting the market right now. Um, manufacturers. This is a terrible time. Don't do this to us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right in the, the, the middle of our or not made on the middle, but the ramp up to our busiest season. Right. So we, we're, I'm going to tell you guys I'm, right now, I know a lot of you've already clicked off, turned off. Uh, we'll probably say this again sometime. There's some really good optics that are coming to the market in the next two to six weeks, and they're not going to get reviewed. In this calendar year, yeah. we have got too many other shows playing with our best of series for 2022. Right. Uh, we have got a super tight schedule. There is a lot of optics uh, that we want to talk about but Again, stuff that is exciting. That is literally just at the, the <laughs> cusp of hitting the market, yeah. but it's going to have to wait. We're yeah. going to we're going to try to squeeze in a couple more, but uh, it's going to be best of series very, very soon. And then the problem is you roll into January and it's shot show time. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's weird to talk about January right now but I mean guys we're we're I mean the ball is rolling downhill for That's 2022. Right. Yep. And uh so uh shot will be coming so we got a busy busy schedule in the next 3 to 4 months but we're excited about it. We hope y'all keep tuning in and as Han said uh if you're looking to purchase a night vision or thermal optic please 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 Uh, Give us a shot at your business. We would absolutely love your business. And I think uh, we can say that we believe we can offer some customer service uh, that other people can't. So Mm -hmm. we'd love to have your business. Guys, hope to see you here next week. Between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes.